You're listening to Leaders Lounge live and unmuted with Steve Hamilton. Today, so many leaders are feeling stuck, isolated, and uninspired. This podcast will help you master your framework, connect with the community of leaders, and reignite devotion for what you do. Some of the brightest leaders of today will be joining the conversation, sharing the joys of leadership, their vision of the future, uncovering blind spots and pitfalls, as well as what they do to maintain their footing. If you're looking for candid conversation, this is the podcast for you. Help us by staying connected and subscribe to YouTube as well as SteveHamiltonMinistries.com. Now let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Leaders Lounge. Uh, I am your host, (laughs) Bishop Stephen Hamilton, and I am uh, super excited to have as our guests um, for this, you know, February, so it's Valentine's week and all that good stuff. And so we have one of the uh, most dynamic couples and pastors that are joining us this morning. And we are blessed to be having Pastor Gerald and Pastor Tammy Haddon from Breathe ATL uh, in Atlanta. And we are grateful and thankful to the Lord for allowing us to be here. We welcome you to the Leaders Lounge and uh, there they are. They are, we are, we are here. And uh, they, they made it. Uh, they have made it to the lounge. They're in oh. here relaxing. We want you to pull up a chair and relax. We're going to have a wonderful uh, discussion uh, with these great leaders. And, uh, you know, I don't I don't know. I, I got to go background, uh, you know, Grammy nominated song singers, songwriters, producers. Um, and, uh, but more importantly, for this particular occasion, we're going to talk about uh, their uh, wonderful church in Atlanta. Uh, we are excited. I, I know if I was going to Atlanta, uh, the one church I would I would have to visit is Breathe ATL. I'd have to go in there and jump with y'all one Sunday and, and hang out. Uh, but uh, I'm so grateful to you. Thank you guys for being with us. And thanks for having us. Uh, thank you. Well, and thank you guys for doing what you're doing. Um, I said, well, what do you mean thank you? I'm thanking you guys because you guys are uh, offering what I, as I, you know, view you from your other home in California. And, right. And I, as I view you from here in L.A., um, I, I really have to upfront just tell you how much I appreciate uh, your fresh approach to ministry and, and how you are helping so many people and, and with your honest, practical and relevant uh, ministry. So I'm excited to have you and have you in here for a bit of a discussion about leadership and about, you know, uh, uh, relationships and um, parenting and um, (laughs) everything, everything in between. Uh, So my question to both of you is how are you doing? And I mean, how are you really doing? I know people ask you that all the time. How are you doing? Um, But, more importantly, as I ask that, I'm I'm really concerned. I'm I'm le- for leaders and pastors. I want to hear. Yeah. How are you? Um, I'm I'm doing good. I'm I'm matriculating through my master's, mm-hmm. so that's got me um, tied up, wrapped up, tied up, and tangled up. Tangled up, huh? <laughs> yeah. But I, you know what? I'm actually good, considering you know you look. Uh, we've been having moments where we've been looking back at life. Mm-hmm. You know, you do that every now and then. 
and it never really clicks that you're in a good place until you start remembering where you have been. Oh, wow. So yeah. Just thinking about some moments of my life past, I'm in a really good place, thank God. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. I love to hear that. I love to hear it. Pastor, Pastor, how you doing? <laughs> I'm doing very well. As long as I get to go in the bathroom and get stuff off my chest. <laughs> get it off your chest. I got you. I got you. Get a chance to express yourself. I got you. Listen, that's all I need to do is be express myself. I'm fine. I see. Yeah, good. Well. well, you guys always seem, um, you know, upbeat, but I know that's, you know, right, right. we're on social media and we're, you know, we're, we're online. And so, yeah. Uh, we all come across really, really well. Um, uh, but I, I, I always, um, I love the balance you guys bring, you know, uh, when I, I just, like I said, I'm just observing, you know. Right, right. Um, I, I must say this. I was, I, I remember, when was that? And when I was in Atlanta and, and finally actually had to, got, had a chance to meet Tammy in person. Uh, I remember. We oh, were at, what, was that a convention or something? It was a, a PAW convention. PAW. Was, oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, I was like, finally. And I was like, I had never, you know, our mutual friend, Dana Hendrick, uh, was mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. talking about y'all all the time. So, but, yeah, but Tammy like, was at the church every time you came to preach. I direction. know, I know, but it's, but I was always off in the cut. She, exactly. She was doing, she was doing ministry and all that jazz. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. and then I was, a lot of times when I did come, I was in and out, you know, because right. I, I got to get back, mm-hmm. <laughs> back right. to work yeah. down the valley. But um, but I was like, okay, I finally got to meet Tammy, and uh, of course, uh, Gerald. I I can't remember how long I've known you. I like I said, we we we. No, here's a back. here's a funny thing I've learned about people that I've known a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Like even when I talked to Nissan about how long yeah. we've known each other. Yeah, I can't remember. Like how do I said when did we meet? How yeah, we meet? yeah, yeah. I yeah. about forty years, and I'm like, how do we meet? Same thing with you. It, I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It was- <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like you've always been there. That's how you know good relationships. Yeah, too. it's just you've done life with each other. Yeah, you don't really know a start. Uh, yeah, it's really funny. It's, it's um, decades ago, you're right, right? Yeah, it's 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 decades. I was a lot, I was a lot younger. <laughs> I was because, on that. like you and Bishop Jones and y'all. <laughs> Jones, first of all, you gotta understand, Bishop Jones is Bishop Jones is is a whole nother. Don't try to put me up there with him. Never listen. Don't don't try. He's a, he's a decade older than me. So now let's, he's let's a decade. So if he's a decade older than you, I'm two decades younger than you. See, see, I know. I'm twenty one. You twenty one? In my okay. head. In your head, I know. Yeah, yeah. I understand. That's got to be where it mentally is. I'm twenty one. So. That's what I'm, you know. But I, I do remember uh, some years ago, uh, we went to, I, I don't know, me, you, uh, Jubu Smith. Um, yep. Uh, I think Nissan. And and I, we, we went to lunch or dinner or something. Like, I, yeah, I just I remember. And I, I had no idea. And I guess it's leading into my first question. Although I was, I was, was happy that you, you know, aren't in shadows in the PPP, you know, the past. <laughs> Uh, protection program you were supposed That's to right. Yes. And, uh, well, let me just, before I get into the, the background, how, what do y'all think about this? Um, I think it's a move to be, now this is just me. I think it's a move to be uh, for clicks and likes and they're doing things to get attention. Some of these profits. And um, yeah. I did, I did really love your responses, both of you guys, because, you know, we had the one where you know we're slinging oil all over the place, and and, uh, right. and I mean, Lord knows, I, I we all believe in praying over things, yeah, but absolutely. 
But uh, I think there's this this move. How do you guys feel about the current state of the prophetic, if you will? Um, um, and I you know, think you know, I just got the PPP, and you want me to jump be back? <laughs> in it? You really want me to ask it? I'm gonna tell you because she. But, she but, but, but I know, but I, what I mean is what that that and I thought about that particular issue. I thought about it was dealing with and i know people are probably like what are they you know but i don't i don't, I don't want to try to rehash it but um but just the fact that that particular individual felt led to have to respond and they were talking and they kept talking about how many clicks or how what went viral and do you think that people are trying to go viral now instead of actually trying to be you know accurate or what do you what do you how do you feel about that yeah yeah i think it's I think it's several things happening. I think um, the prophetic is sexy right now. Mm -hmm. I, think, mm -hmm. um, I think prophets have bigger congregations than most churches. Oh. And that, that's a plus. Mm -hmm. Then if you have any level of success on TikTok or anything like that, and you start getting paid for your content, uh, um, there it is. That, that's a whole thing because yeah. I mm -hmm. I knew it could happen. I didn't realize how effortless it was till I made a mistake on TikTok and made a thousand dollars. Like I just made oh, a mistake. Wow, really? Yeah, I and this, make, I need to make a mistake on TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't trying to do it. I just did a video uh -huh. and it got traction and I made a thousand dollars off of just that. That was just one video when oh, I wow. figured out that uh -huh. you know. And, I, and now you understand why people make these back to back to back controversial right. um videos because the more and it's not about your comments it's not about your likes it's about views and uh, the more people share the video the more people talk about the video the more views you get the more right. money you make uh, and so when you look at it from that people are a lot of times are intentionally being controversial right, so that right. they can get more watch time so that they mm. can make more money Boom. Uh, that that explains a lot and because yeah. when i I saw the response to, but because Gerald just asked, uh, I want to go back. Name. Just, yeah, it didn't say anybody's name. Didn't say just ask a question. Yeah. And the and question still never got answered. It, no, it didn't. I got in so much trouble. Them prophets came after me. The beehive went crazy. <laughs> it went crazy. I was like, yo, I, I said, oh my God, they after me. Which I don't care about comments. And that's why I just went to my response. I said, I could have, I could have responded back like, I didn't say your name. I didn't. I said, you know what? I apologize. I'm gonna make a funny video. Yeah, and yeah, it was hilarious. I, I you know, I, Gerald running around there packing and just running. You know, uh, you know, I, I thought it was hilarious. I thought the response, and that's one of the things I appreciate about you guys is that um, you're not um, trying to come across as super deep or anything, but you're just accurate and you're practical, and I, and people can relate to it. So I, uh, where does that? come from you know that that uh practical uh relevant uh approach and and you know, how does that how did that happen i can, I can honestly say that's my norm i got I've been, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm consistent i like first of all i lo love to laugh mm -hmm. i am the person who and this is sad to say mm -hmm. i have been at funerals and found some of the funniest True. things i mean i could be crying so and somebody does something <laughs> <laughs> that makes me cry laughing. I'm, right, I'm the right. person that in prayer line, if somebody's praying and say something or do something, <laughs> or something 
Hey, my funny bone is so if you just take it like this, I'm like, it's, 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 it's sensitive. <laughs> I'm the person you do not take on a serious situation where right. you're like, right. not being here because I'm gonna find something funny. And mm -hmm. it's a blessing and a curse. Mm -hmm. The blessing is it keeps me in a in a happy place all the time. Right, right. The right. curse is when it don't need to be funny or I can literally find something funny. Last night we were having a serious conversation with a couple of our members going through something. And, mm -hmm. and I almost turned to her and said, you know, you wouldn't be going through this if you had just dated my, my old brother. Yeah. <laughs> I, in my head, I said, if I say that, it's going to be funny. Yeah, it's going it's it's to be funny. It's going to change the trajectory the of the conversation. conversation. I said, so let me keep it to myself. But on the inside, I was tickled. But you know, and then the, the practicality of us is because we, I, I never want to have to be somebody in public or be conscious of trying to be somebody that I'm not. That's just too yeah. much effort for me. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And so we just decided that God called who we are and that's mm -hmm. what we bring yeah. to the table. Yeah. And, 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 and even with as pastors, I think the blessing and curse from Bishop Jones, there's a blessing mm -hmm. and a curse being under Bishop Jones for 15 years Right. is that he's practical. Yeah. And I saw when we went from my parents' church to moving to LA, my parents were more deep. Everything is, don't do that. They guys look this way, sound yeah. this way. My yeah. dad still today, put a suit, shirt, tie. That's holiness. Da, da, da. Right, right. That's, that's so, like, no, do this. Made, he made church cool to me. Yeah. He yeah. like, wait a minute, I can be myself and come yeah. to church and be myself and look a certain way. And so I was like, yo, this is pretty cool. You mm -hmm. know, and so taking that and I use blessing and a curse because there was a blessing and curse to it. The blessing was it was being yourself. I could be funny. I could be charismatic. Mm -hmm. I could be whatever I choose to be. But the curse is everybody don't want that. Right. Right. There, there right, are people who right. still want this. What I would call the stuff. You can't be of. everything. To, you can't be everything to everybody. It's true. And and I feel like when you can show people the word of God and how it actually applies to their real life. Yeah. You know, yeah. We can preach these big sermons and then people leave and don't know how to apply this stuff yeah, to their life true. and they're still confused. And yeah. so I, I just feel like when you deal with real life, yeah. that that helps people where they are. Right. You know, like you even mentioned like the, the oil thing. We had so many mm -hmm. people that were nervous of one of the members of our church went to the um, store, yeah. grocery store mm -hmm. and she said, a lady just like putting all this oil in her basket wow. and she said oh you must have seen the the tiktok video and the lady was like yeah and um she said okay so you're gonna pray over your oil and the lady was like i'm not a christian like i don't believe in god i just don't want anything to happen to my family and so she had no understanding and so basically what she was about to do with this oil was the equivalent to a, a magic potion because she don't know she ain't got right, no right, 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 because right. we just kind of tossed it out yeah. there and made people think that there was power in this oil to me that yeah. shows how we are not practical with the word of god because people like people ain't no power in this oil and you about right. to go clean your house up now you got to call somebody in to clean it <laughs> you know it's gonna cost you all these stains <laughs> right. all over right like what are we doing uh, yeah but it was but the thing is that we uh, I think, and, and and you guys have been in church all your life, uh, yeah. and and of course I've been in church all my life, yeah. and I think that uh, what I appreciate is is because my it's it's the same kind of approach I've had in terms of ministry. It's like, well, it doesn't make any sense to preach these lofty sermons where you know we're showing how deep and and how 
hermeneutically right. uh, sharp you are and how you right. can do the hermeneutical exegesis of the text and you can yeah but what well, I call I call that preaching to preachers oh that's true preaching to preachers versus you, people you literally took the words out of my yeah. mouth it, it, it's preaching to preachers yeah. because we're trying to yeah we're trying to impress the people yeah, yeah. yeah. we see like oh he just broke that down you understand yeah, like, no I what do you mean by that <laughs> And, and the people that are leaving uh, the, the church or even tuning in, they are, they're not getting anything that's going to help them with their situation right then. Right. And, not at all. Uh, not that's, at why, all. that's why I was like, so I was going to ask you, where did, the, did that wisdom and practicality? And I think, well, let me say it this way. I think that uh, growing up in church and seeing the serious, uh, and see, that's, and so of course, that's Midwest, you know, Right. Uh, Midwest, uh, they, they say, say back there. And of course, right. uh, I, I've been seeing, and I'm one of those rare people that actually am born and raised in LA. So uh, this is this rare. Is a, <laughs> exactly. Very rare individual. But I grew up in a very traditional environment. And so um, my pastor was from Christ Temple in Indianapolis, Indiana. So, Come on. Uh, and, and so, you know, Oh, the mother church, and you know, so yeah. uh, I understand that background, but and I and I think one of the things that was really weird for me is when I became a pastor. Of course, secular music was was you know uh, I was growing up, secular yeah. music was a sin, yeah. but um, when I you know after I started pastoring, I you know I'm like, look, I'm making up for all the lost time when I got <laughs> you know, I, got, I got everything. I'm, I'm in a you know yeah. John Coltrane, you know, I'm just right, right, right. Yes. like, I realized that the practice, what the people needed was a practical, relevant uh, word that they're going to receive and they could apply yeah. to their lives right away. Did that Was that because the, the, some of that, and you alluded to it with Bishop Jones, uh, seeing him up close. And yeah. so then they, they, you took that California salvation uh, to Atlanta. <laughs> so right. so would you, would you say, Bree, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, but my dad, as as churchy mm -hmm. as he still is at eighty four, right, right. eighty five years old, right. as yeah, I'm talking about holiness is a suit. He says <laughs> right. this. This ain't nothing. This is what he says. Put on a suit. That's holiness. He was musically and free. We were musically free. Like when yeah. people say, I grew up not being able to listen. No, nah, that yeah. wasn't me. We listened yeah. to everything, as long as it wasn't cussing. So awesome. because he was a musical dude, he yeah. didn't just. My church guy in Christ dealt with church guy in Christ, PAW dealt with PAW, right. um, AME dealt with AME, uh, right. Baptist dealt with Baptist. He wasn't that dude. As uh -huh. a kid, he went to, we dealt with church guy in Christ, we dealt, awesome. with, we dealt with everybody. So mm -hmm. I was free to be me as a kid, even though I got mm -hmm. a whooping for being right. free. Shut yeah. your mouth. But you'd be like, right. 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 Freedom. so even when I came to LA, I was always free. And Bishop Jones, he was a, and you know, just as well as I do, that he loves debating. Yeah. He loves pushback. So, oh, let's see what you got right. to say. Right. And I'm the same person. Mm -hmm. So, it was like almost meeting myself, just not as educated as. as right, right, right. Going like, <laughs> he's basically me because he's, he, he, when I say, I don't agree with that. Okay, what don't you agree with? We can have a conversation about it without it being. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, so yeah. now here I am pastoring. When we're pastoring, when we're talking to our members, it's like, Prove me wrong, or let, let's let's mm -hmm. talk about. It. Or if mm -hmm. I don't have the answer, we're gonna work the answer out together. Because the truth is, 
we as pastors don't have all that. Nobody has all that. And we, I grew, I did grow up with this thinking the pastor had all yeah, that. Yeah. And then yeah. when you go back and look like he he read that wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This I say this one all the time. This is the day I came into the Bible for myself. And and I hate to say this almost 15 years ago, 20 years ago, was when my dad used to say, David danced till he danced out of his clothes. He was butt naked. (laughs) And so I ran with that for years, like David got naked. Right, right, right. right. And then one day I decided to read it for myself. I actually read it and I said, wait a minute. He didn't get naked because I'm like, my wife would get pissed if I got naked. Uh, right, 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 right. I'm out there. I, I see my wife was I mad. She's mad. But then it said, Lenny Ephi. Yeah. I said, wait a minute. Lenny Ephi, he, oh, he took off his kingly garments and was normal like the dressed regular, like dressed like right. the regular. He was, yeah, he, and he was he's like, like, no, you don't do that. You're the, the king. king. I said, wait. So immediately I called my dad and said, Dad, mm-hmm. you told me, David, you told over the pulpit, David yeah. got naked. He said, you sure it's not another scripture where David got naked? No, I'll call you back. The, the naked scripture ain't in there. <laughs> you don't even tell me. From that day forth, I said, I'm going to read it myself. Yeah. I don't care if it's right. Bishop Jones. I don't care if it's Bishop Hamilton. I don't care if it's right. me. I tell our people, once we tell you, we're going to read this. But yeah. you take it and read it yourself. Proof text this. Proof text yeah. this. And then don't just take that. Let's let's learn why did they say love in this particular yeah. section. Let's go. Let's go. To Lago, so let's go yeah. to so and so. Let's go to so and so. We're just trying to educate ourselves so yeah. we can be better for our And people. I think that's what makes being able to minister in a practical way easier for us. Yes. Because when you start sc- studying scripture, you realize that it is a it is it is a practical gospel, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And it, it's life. Mm-hmm. It's about life application, and mm-hmm. a lot of the deep stuff that we hear is all out of context anyway. So once yeah, you start digging into the word, it's really hard to be deep. When right, you start, right. It's hard, yeah. it's hard to be deep. When it you humbles start. you. It humbles you. Yeah. yeah. And the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know. Yeah. You true. know? And Very so true. any now, anytime I see somebody that wants to present as if they know it all biblically, I realize that you really have not studied mm-hmm. the word. Right. right. Really and and, yeah. and we, we're living in a, in a time where a lot of people aren't studying anyway. Because right. a lot of people aren't really, they're not really preaching and it's not, yeah. really, it's not prophetic preaching either. Right. You know, which, which of course people are hung up on the prophetic. And I know, uh, you know, and I, like I said, there are people that I listen to and I watch. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, I'll, uh, she's got something to say. I'll, okay. Uh, yeah. Past Tammy said, okay, I'm listening. Because right. it is funny, there are times where you have uh, done a video on something and I was like, I was thinking, you know, I think the same way. Cause I'm like, yeah. this doesn't make any sense. Some of the yeah. stuff that we, you know, we have been preached to us over the years. Yeah. Like that doesn't even make any sense. Why are they, you know, and, but they repeat it because that's how, what they heard. That's what they heard. Yeah. On, you know, perpetrating What's that. For me is when I come up on those things, those kinds of things, I got to add you, I got to add you to my phone book because of what I'm getting ready to say. Right. <laughs> come up on those kinds of things and my mind starts musing and I'm like, this not making sense, or I, the scripture saying X, Y, Z. There are literally, like when I think of all of the people I know, all of the kingdom relationships right. I have, if right. I want to have a theological, contextual, doctrinal conversation according to scripture, mm-hmm. I can count on two hands who I can call. Okay. Well, Out of everybody I'm, that I have a relationship yeah. with. Yeah. 
And, and you're right. You're absolutely yeah. right. Because there are people that I'm like, okay, I can't really talk. I can't have this yeah. conversation with them. Right. Uh, because they're going, they're taking, they've taken this and I'll see somebody and I'm like, you know, you see video clips, you see, you know, and I'm like, right. Yeah. You know, and I'm sitting there like just grieved because I'm like, I had this reputation out here. Oh, Hamilton is here. You got to get back to the text. Well, I mean, are we preaching a text? Are we are we just having a conversation? Are we having a motivational yes. talk? Because believe right. it or not, that's what right. these young people want nowadays. Okay, yeah. anybody that's yeah. anybody that's taking the time now to actually try to come to church, yeah. to try to get into that community. And I'm talking about if you're a regular church. I'm not right. talking about right. you're the it spot or anything right. like that. Right. I really, they are coming because they want the word of God. Absolutely. Because there's so many other things I could be doing on a Sunday night. As a matter of fact, I could watch you. But if right. I'm getting blessed and coming in, right. I am looking for God. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you yeah. have to, and they have to be able to give them that that word, yeah. and I, I, and I've been the stickler for that, and and so they were like, oh Hamilton, right. you're, Hamilton is no, oh, I better get back to my text. Well, I'm like, that's right. what you were up there for, but anyway, but I remember when you did this thing with the sage, and I was like, because I, I was like hearing so many quote unquote church people who are supposed to be spiritual, and all of a sudden they run around with sage and. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm playing. Um, I said, "Wait a minute, what are we doing?" Like, I'm like, "What is going on?" And, wow. and then when you when you were punching the stage, I said, "All right, there's a kindred spirit." In- <laughs> sure. Oh, she like she ended up getting the stuff together too. But like, no, but that ain't Bible. This ain't good. exactly. Yeah. But that's actually when the when the oil thing came out. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I talked to I talked because I have an inner circle, and I was talking to them. They were asking me about it. I said. If we are telling you as believers that there is power in this oil, how then do we tell the Wicca or the Wiccan mm. that there's no power in the sage? Right, right. How then, and then what if they ask me, well, what if I take my sage and dip mm. it in your oil? Right. Is it, is, is it, is it right. extra power? <laughs> Listen. Wow. Right. So either, either the power is in God and in the name of Jesus and not in things, or we got it. We, we preach in a, uh, with this gospel is wonky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what are we doing? If we're, you yeah. know, if we have to have something else, I saw pastor YPJ, uh, his response was, he said, Jesus is enough. You know, Love <laughs> Love <laughs> that's, that's, that's enough. That's all He's we need. Enough. I love um, it. Okay, let me see. Let me dive into a few of my questions. And my, now at the end, I got this whole thing that I do with you. Oh, okay. so, right. so, what made you guys start breathe? You want me to? Go ahead. Okay, I was never looking to be a pastor. I was never looking. I say this boldly. Uh-huh. Um, people used to say all, to me all the time, "You know, you're a pastor. You know, you're a pastor." I said, "Absolutely not." It was never a thought. Um, she even said, "You know, we're supposed to be pastor." I said. Absolutely not, because everybody in my family is a pastor, a bishop, a prophet, apostle, a a deacon, a reverend, whatever you want to call it. Everybody speaks for Jesus. So I said, if everybody's speaking for Jesus, who's actually listening? That used to be my. That was my theme. I said, we all speaking for Jesus. Who's listening? (laughs) So, but I did have this thing. I could be on tour. I could be anywhere in the country, and I found myself always at a church, wanting Mm. to know how it runs, Mm. wanting to know how it's built how did you do this how did you oh my god and then i was always the person saying hey if you do this you should do this hey bishop jones would tell you i was always bishop uh-huh. bishop da, 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 da. and he's uh-huh. like what you do i'm like no that's for you to do not me i'm just saying <laughs> right? so um i only have a handful of prophets that i believe in okay that i I'm actually in trouble this is how i stay in trouble i don't have a lot of prophets i believe it i just don't uh-huh. I'm, 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 
they have that word has to be proven before yeah, I have to proven. call you a prophet. And I think coming up under Bishop Jones again, because you know he you know he's not a prophet first. Well, wasn't mm. a prophet first. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, right, right, right. I guess that is yeah, that's, that's right. There's been a so change. Like, so yes. one of so, so Tammy has said to me, first of all, the reason we moved from LA, um, she just randomly brought up this conversation. She said, Can we talk without arguing? I said, depending on what it is. <laughs> yeah. You told me we was gonna be here five years. We've been here 12, well, 15 at the time, 14 years. Wow. I said, 14 years. I said, okay. She's like, I'm tired of it. I'm over it. We need to go. It's, we need to see what's next. And so we we argued. Well, where you want to go? Where you going to We live good. We drive good. I know uh -huh. where to find money. I know where, you know, everything right. we you can go work with so and so, go. I ain't holding you up. So mm -hmm. it became a debate, argument. So we mm -hmm. tabled. So in that year, in that year, I started looking for jobs and, and I said, where you want to go? Okay, I'm going to look for a job. So, so, so we'll go. We'll move wherever you want to go. Mm -hmm. So maybe about six months later, she we tabled it. We came back to it. She said, can we pick up that conversation we had? I said, all right, it's going to turn into another hour. She said, no. She said, I need to tell you how God, she said, I didn't say it this way the first time. I probably should have. She said, God told me purpose don't, doesn't live here for us anymore. Wow. Purpose is no longer here. And I'm like. Why you didn't say it in the first place? Yeah, right, right. You, you, you I, I had this conversation six yeah, months. Ago. I didn't want to be deep. I wasn't trying to be deep. <laughs> yeah, but she should have said that. It wouldn't have been an argument. So I said, mm -hmm. okay. I said, if it's meant for us to move, God opened doors. I said, where you want to go? She said, it was, it was between, she said, I see Tennessee, Texas, and Georgia. I said, all right. You you tell me what God the door, and, and wherever you say that God's saying for us to go, look for God. We, he's going to have to open the door. Right. I said, because when we moved to L.A., I believe it was meant for us to move here. But um, when we moved to L.A., we spent four months with everything we own on a 18 wheeler. We never we never got it until oh, wow. four months later. But we ended up getting it. Um, let me put my hand on because it's like I said three. Um, <laughs> we got everything back four months later. Wow. But we got everything back. OK. And it cost us. That's when the scam was going on. Because that was O2. That moving three. scam. That moving scam. I don't oh, know if you remember that. Yeah. Where, where it was all on the CNN. Yeah, and big. On the truck. Yeah. And they tell the you price. one price and then change the price. We got caught in that. Wow. They, so they told us 2500 We're like, 2500 Move my whole townhouse? Oh, man. And got that truck and said, it's going to be $10,000. I said, wait a minute. So I didn't oh. want to get caught up in that again. Right. I was like, wow. You remember what it was? Uh -huh. And then moving to LA. We, but it ended up working out. Okay. So I said, God has to open the door if it's meant for us to move. So long story short, or longer. Okay. Um, oh, all right. I worked it out where I'm talking about the move was the smoothest move we've ever had. I'm talking about from the moving to we had four cars from LA to here. Yeah. Four cars, mm -hmm. all moved. Entire house, all moved. Job, uh -huh. extra money. I'm uh -huh. like, this is scary. Uh -huh. How good it was. How the, it church, was the, the church that I was working at. Um, for ten, I only worked there for ten months, and then she said, "God, you know, God told we both be pastor." I said, "We not, we not both be pastor." I said, "Why well, gotta do that now?" And then one of the things was Nissan is pastoring one of my best friends, mm -hmm. Warren Campbell, Warren, yeah. uh, Bishop Jones. I'm loyal to Bishop Jones. Uh -huh. All that's going on, I'm like, I can't pastor here. I don't dare do that because I'm that loyal. And then right. when I moved here to Atlanta, she was like, "You know, we both be pastoring." She kept saying it. So I don't mm -hmm. know what you working on. And her as a prophet, I hadn't put her on my list list yet. <laughs> we went to Florida. <laughs> I'm sorry, we, I made well, your list. You just made my list. You're on my list now. <laughs> what is that? What, like what just recently? <laughs> You've been on my list the last few this years. Guy. <laughs> You've been on my list the last three or four years. 
but you're a hard task yeah you gotta make the you see this, this thing it's like it's like marriage you don't just up and marry nobody right you gotta right. bet it's true yeah. come on I, I gotta bet these profits <laughs> speaking of my life and i don't know like ain't nothing came true <laughs> but that came true a lot of things she said came to pass right right so i put her on my list she's on my list now i know that <laughs> heavier she's like a top uh, right. go to florida somewhere we normally go all the time and so they don't bother us because you know how it is with the preacher's kids. They right, that's right, right. with the preacher's kids or, or, or the ministers the or the singers who normally come. They got a word for them, so right. we go there all the time. So no need to bother us. We don't right. been here so many times. They don't even bother us no more. Right, right. He's randomly talking. I don't know MB Jefferson. I don't know if you know MB. Come on out of here. <laughs> I've heard. Yeah, I've heard him. Yeah, yeah. We at his church. We at his church, uh -huh. and um, he's up preaching. We just sang and did our thing. So we sitting there. And he was like. And God said he da, 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 blah, blah, blah. and he's preaching and he said, Kill and Tammy, what are y'all waiting on the um pastor? Wow. And I said, I can't tell you what I said in my head. <laughs> <laughs> what you were saying in that bathroom? I said, right, right. He said, Come here, Joe Tammy, in the middle of his message. Come wow. here, Joe He said, God said you're supposed to be pastoring, and you know you're supposed to be doing it. And Tammy looking at me like I told you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he said, if you don't start pastoring, God is going to close every musical door you have mm. until you wow. do what God told you to do. Wow. He said, and that's what God told me to tell you. Go on, sit back down. And God said that and went back to preaching. Mm -hmm. So now I'm messed up. I'm like, oh my God, I can't afford for no musical doors that close on me. Right. And then in that time, the, the church I was at as a minister of music here, started, in, Atlanta. here in Atlanta started going left. Mm -hmm. And I ended up quitting. Right. And, and doors actually started closing. <laughs> This is scary. Yeah. Uh huh. So I said, all right, Tammy, let's do this. Let's pray. Let's tell you what God told us. I said, all right, God, I'm going to say yes. We're saying yes. Mm -hmm. If it's a yes, you know I'm your favorite because mm -hmm. I am his absolute favorite. And that's how I talked to him. I said, God, right. open doors like you did for us moving here. You're right. You have to open doors and send us some people who will rock with us and yeah. help us build this. I don't know what I'm doing. I've told mm -hmm. other people what to do. I've been I've been on pastors. I know how to spend your money. Right, right, right. <laughs> I, I, can get it. I can spend Bishop Jones, my daddy, Listen, anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the music department, everything. I said, but Lord, uh -huh. yeah. never done it before. I said, open the door. Then literally, he sent a few. We mentioned we were going, we about to start a ministry, and we had about six people. And you were kind of leery. He didn't want to say a church. Right. He struggled with saying a church. Starting a church right. because right. I've seen it done a certain way. Mm -hmm. I've seen a standard with suit. I've seen podium. I'm mm -hmm. allergic to podiums. I'm literally right. allergic to that podium. It's sitting somewhere. I feel like, uh, I feel like my daddy or or, or older right, right, just like right. I won't drink coffee because I feel like my dad. I just won't drink coffee because I feel immediately old. Right, so that's right. how I feel about podiums. I feel like the way about robes. I feel like right. clergy collar. I immediately feel like one of the bishops in the um, right, right, so right. Amy says something to me to change my life. She said, because I would say that all the time. I don't. I just. Oh my God! Now we gotta be shouting. We gotta be right, I don't want to do it like that. Then else. you gotta hide and hide, and I, I gotta be docking and stuff. My <laughs> voice has to change. And I don't want to be doing all that. And she said, "Girl, she said when you started doing music, um, did you care what other people thought? How did you do it?" I said, "I did me." She was like, "Do you make music your way?" I said, "Absolutely." She said, "Did you care about what people thought?" I said, "No." She said, "Then do do preaching and pastor in the same way." Yeah. I said, "Really? I can." She said, yeah, don't use a podium. Use a table. Mm -hmm. I said, I can. <laughs> she said, yeah, don't wear a collar if you don't want to wear a collar. Just do what you want. Right. I said, wait a minute. God, I can actually be free to do it my way? 
I could wear my earrings. Mm-hmm. I could wear my hat if right. I decide to. She's like, do whatever God tells you to do. And I said, say less. I said, now I'm ready to walk into the position. All right, let's do it. God, how are we going to move? Yeah. And we have now we're going on our fifth year of yeah. pastoring um, coming June 30th. It'll be um, this year will be five years of pastoring. Man, um, awesome. It has been it's, yeah. it's been a roller coaster, but this roller coaster, like a roller, anybody who likes roller coasters, know it's ah! yeah. <laughs> and it's literally yeah. been that. I think we've enjoyed every minute. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I'm literally enjoying it with its quirks. Yeah, uh, goods and the bad. We've had some high highs and some low lows regular, already. Regular church stuff, yeah. though. Yeah, and yeah. When we were talking about starting a ministry. Everybody was neck. Everybody was negative. Just about every preacher, like, oh, oh. you're gonna do it. It's that, like everybody was having these more except, me stories, well, except for Travis um, and Travis Jackie and Green. Jack, Jackie mm-hmm. Green. We were mm-hmm. in Chattanooga. Chattanooga. And mm-hmm. come, we were, and we ended up seeing each other in the elevator. We were at the same hotel. Wow. So they were like, come up to the room, you know. So we went up to the room and we started talking about it. And they 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 were just so excited for us, and they yeah. were like, "Oh, Embrace don't yeah." They were like, moment. "Don't miss a moment. Don't close oh, your wow. eyes. Awesome, just awesome. In, oh, this is yeah. the best thing yeah. ever." And just the passion that they had and yeah. the excitement that yeah. they had for ministry just kind of it just excited yeah. us. Oh, and when we left LA, I was I was dreading calling or sitting with Bishop Jones to tell him I was moving. Yeah, and we've been. I had been texting him saying, hey, I need to talk to you, Bishop. Mm-hmm. I said, me and um, Tammy need to talk to you. It's very important. And, you know, our schedules have been missing each other. So one day at the church, I said, I got to talk to him because we talked about moving April 2nd. Uh-huh. It's like February and I ain't told him nothing. <laughs> and we went into the office. I said, Bishop, I have to talk to you tonight. Mm-hmm. And when I went into the office to tell him, I said, Bishop, he said, what's wrong? I said, well, good news and bad news. I said, we're moving to Atlanta. His exact words was, are you guys pastoring? You're going to pastor? I said, uh-huh. absolutely not. Uh-huh. <laughs> no way. He said, you know, it's all over you, Jared. Uh-huh. Said, no, I'm not pastoring. And he said, who's going to run this church now? <laughs> I said, uh-huh. I'll run, run it from Atlanta. <laughs> I, I will do whatever. I, I got you. <laughs> so, But he prayed for us. He said, whatever their move is, whatever God has them to do, I want you to put your hand on it. He released, us, he with released us with a blessing. Awesome. And um, that was one of the things I had to think about it. I Even when I started pastor, I said, Mr. Jones, first thing he said, when we told him we moved to Atlanta because we were not moving here to pastor. We did not move here to pastor. Okay. Even when we moved here, I was like, why am I going to Atlanta? I've taken less pay, um, even though it's cheaper to and live then we here. we didn't move to Atlanta. We yeah. moved to North Georgia. North Georgia. Georgia. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, we're 45 minutes from the city. Oh, okay. North yeah. of the city. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm like, God, why are you like Jesus Christ? Uh-huh. And then here we are, Pastor. I'm like, I didn't know. So even when we started, Pastor, I had to call Bishop Jones and say, to let him know, like, I didn't move here to Pastor. I said, but I didn't call the Pastor. We, right. Thanks for listening to the Leaders Lounge Live and Unmuted with Steve Hamilton. If you found this episode to be helpful or have a topic you'd like for us to discuss, leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. And don't forget your copy of the book for mature audiences only with the Self-Assessment Guide, Manifesting God's Divine Will for Your Life. It's available now at SteveHamiltonMinistries.com. Until next time.